Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. With roughly 2 billion people overweight, nearly a billion people suffering from hunger, and a third of all food produced lost or wasted, the current food system is, quote, too unbalanced, too wasteful, and too vulnerable, according to Unilever, which is why the CPG Giants Nutrition Division is on a mission to be boldly healthier for people and the planet. To do this, the maker of Hellman's and Knorr is embracing a multi-pronged strategy to ensure that its products are responsibly delicious, with less sugar, fat, and sodium, and more plant-based options, and more climate-friendly by reducing food waste, encouraging regenerative farming, and selecting more sustainable packaging materials. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Unilever Nutrition North America General Manager Harish Patel shares how the company is delivering on these ambitious goals, why they're important, and how, quote, being a force for good benefits not only consumers and the planet, but also shareholders as well. So, as one of the largest food producers in the world, Patel says that Unilever has a responsibility to help rebalance the food system so that it delivers nutritious food that is healthy for the people and the planet and is accessible by everyone, which in a time of economic uncertainty means balancing virtues and value. It's really important that big companies that, you know, we have household penetration over 50% of US households, so we are able to drive messages and drive awareness through our marketing campaign. Uh, you know, marketing has a responsibility to it because it can influence uh, and shape how society thinks about the future. So when you have these big brands and you can deliver things about take taste, not waste, ultimately how do we find a solution for regen? How do we provide that many healthy meals can be accessible and flavorable uh, going forward? It, it can make a material difference for us and inspire society, which is the role of corporate. You know, in a time of you know, uh, economic volatility, people are looking for value. So I think it's really important that what companies like Unilever are doing is that we're trying to democratize brands, uh, democratize trends with brands that are everyday brands. The Hellman's and the North. And if we can bring that in a way that delivers solutions for consumers and, and democratize it, but not only for the 5%, it's actually for over 50% of households, I think consumers respond to inspiration and value. If you can provide that in a value equation that they're willing to pay for, um, that's the game changer. You know, consumers are looking for alternative solutions, but it's got to be delivered in a way that, you know, it's got a sense of pop culture to it, it's a superior product, it's got inspiration from the pop dish, uh, it's enforced the right way, and ultimately they're not paid a huge amount for it. Patel explains that one way Unilever is doing this is through its Future Foods Initiative, which includes a goal to double the number of products that deliver positive nutrition by 2025 and generate 1.5 billion euros in sales by 2025 from plant-based products in categories that traditionally rely on animal-based ingredients. So, for example, 
Unilever created a vegan version of Hellman's Mayo that Patel says tastes the same as the traditional egg-based version, but has fewer calories, less fat, and less cholesterol. You know, we do believe plant-based is a, is a trend that's here and will continue to grow. So, uh, you know, from a business perspective, it's all our portfolio brands as well, right? uh, to help millions of people, consumers, businesses, and transition to a more plant-based diet. So, uh, as we set these targets, a lot of that drives our innovation from thinking of how do we bring products that uh, go in the direction of what consumers are expecting. So, you know, a really good example is Helmet. So, you know, we've got Hellman's original, but we've also got Hellman's now as a plant-based vegan option. Um, and the great thing is that how important it is that science and technology uh, in R&D plays a huge role. But we've created a, a plant-based, vegan-based uh, alternative to Hellman's, and we've removed the eggs. But in consumer testing, you cannot tell the difference uh, in the original mayo. That's the test of ultimately a, a great food business. So, again, you know, if you look at some of the stats we've quoted in the BBC in the UK, uh, named as the number one best flavored mayo in 2023. It is the number one uh, dressing plan in the UK, US, Canada, Germany, the list goes on across Europe. We've had a in 33 market. And we continue to innovate. You know, we've just launched a new garlic at LA, LA, LA um, which is a certified uh, vegan brand. But again, it just keeps showing that as we think vegan first, think plant first, that drives a lot of our innovation thinking. Unilever is further promoting positive nutrition and the consumption of more plants and less meat through its seasoning soup and bouillon brand, Noor. The brand teamed with the Worldwide Fund for Nature to create the Future 50 Foods, which includes foods that people should eat more of because they're better for our health and the planet. And it's also teamed with the Food for Climate League to research how to create programs that make healthy, sustainable foods more desirable and accessible. A fundamental component of Noor's work is also ensuring healthy, nutritious food is accessible, meaning affordable, but also familiar and fun. On this note, Patel says the company recently teamed with pop star Cardi B to launch Noor Taste Combos, or recipes that are quick, delicious, and affordable a huge amount of work on our top dish thinking, right? So I hope you've seen it. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the recent work we've done on Taste Combo uh, in the US where we've worked and collaborated with Tom Gate, which again brings that example of pop culture. So we've taken the more brand, we've created a campaign of how do you bring tasty, healthy, nutritious meals um, that are affordable to the whole of America. And we've targeted, we've come up with multiple dishes uh, using your bouillon that are uh, at their four dollars per serving, right? So we try to bring the sense of uh, great food is accessible to many, and we try to deliver it to society with a sense of pop culture that inspires families to say, yeah, it can be done. Add bouillon to veggies and different dishes, and uh, we've got multiple ingredients and in dishes now uh, recommended for the US, right? So there's one area around how we innovate but also on our core business, how do we encourage the use that will inspire millions and millions of Americans? While a third of Unilever's portfolio is already plant-based, the company has further invested 85 million euro to help formulate the next generation of meat and dairy alternatives to potentially one day join its lineup. 
Other ways that Unilever is improving positive nutrition is by reducing sodium and sugar in its products. As part of the Future Food strategy, it aims to ensure 85% of its foods help consumers reduce their intake of sodium to 5 grams or less per day and ensure 95% of its ice cream contain no more than 22 grams of sugar and 250 calories per serving. Another prong of Unilever's strategy to be boldly healthier for people and the planet is to have the food waste in its direct operations from factories to shelf by 2025 and to encourage consumers to reduce how much food they throw away. Patel shares an example at the consumer level as Hellman's Make Taste Not Waste campaign, which is now in its third year and encourages consumers to use Hellman's to turn leftovers into creative new meals. That campaign is based on how do we take a big camp- uh, an awareness campaign that we've got for the Super Bowl. Uh, I hope you've seen some of the assets that we've had over multiple years now. Um, and as part of that, we try the campaign at the highest level where it's one of the biggest events of food waste, where we try to bring a, a societal issue, a climate challenge that we have, but bring it with a sense of humour and a sense of lightness to inspire consumer change. And to give you a, an impact of what that's delivered, you know, we've had helmets that will be great now for the last three years, so, you know, we clearly can show that purpose and performance can coexist and deliver superior performance, so uh, I hope that's one case for this. Unilever is further supporting the health of the planet by investing in regenerative agriculture, including a commitment that 50% of its footprint will be regenerative by 2027, including in the U.S. a commitment that both Knorr and Hellman's will source ingredients from farms using regenerative techniques, including cover crops. We've been working on regen now for over 10 years. So, you know, again, it's the belief system, it's part of the value. Um, and then today, we've been invested uh, to get to where we are today. So one in three Hellman's jars is regen cover crops. So we have that collective program we've tested, which has allowed us to go a lot faster than the practical farmers of Iowa who provide a lot of technical support in Iowa. So that's the first part. The second part that we've added to that is we've committed that over the next three, four years, as you alluded to, we'll invest over 50 million uh, into regenerative agriculture to help farmers come on board uh, to transition uh, towards regen. Right? So as we do that, we'll need more technical support in the correct community to do that. Um, but that's, that's, you know, we've made a financial commitment to support the overall commitment to, to really get the, the ambition delivered. And the third thing that I'd share is what we need to do is to sell consumers, right? So 67% of consumers in the US uh, will, will have shares that they expect corporations and companies to take on and take responsibility for some of the climate challenges. So one of the challenges that I've got I think you generally have as an industry is how do you drive awareness with consumers? That uh, you know, when you buy helmets, you buy you know, a great product, superior value, but it's also good for the US for the future generations. So that's the area that I think we've got more to do is how do you drive consumer awareness on some of these challenges so that they can both buy through their brand. Given the urgency of climate change and the pressure it's placing on the food system, Patel says that he worries the industry as a whole isn't moving fast enough, 
or at a large enough scale to substantially address the challenges ahead. The climate requires solutions quickly. Um, I would like to think, how do we go scale faster? So, you know, how do we work more with government, uh, NGOs, uh, other, other uh, players in the industry? Say, how do we go faster? And some of the initiatives like teaching of agriculture. So that would be one area that I think uh, we could uh, go faster at. The second area, uh, how do we build bigger collaboration? So, you know, today we, we work in 2018 with companies like Pepsi, uh, in Iowa, and we, you know, we've done, done a joint, uh, regen program. But quite frankly, we need more players to come and join that partnership. Uh, and I would also, you know, like to see the government also support more of these platforms, uh, so that we could, again, key word I keep using is how do we go, go faster. So they, you know, they're, they're really uh, the challenges in the last one, I'd say, you know, technolo- uh, technology or capability. You know, some of the climate agenda that we've got, um, we need to build capability pretty quickly. And how do we do that as a collective versus individually? We need to be generally believe that humanly, but the role of sustainability is a competitive advantage. It's about how do we buy everyone in the street to go as fast as possible and scale up as quickly as we can. Patel says he believes part of how industry drives positive change at scale is to work collaboratively while respecting competitive boundaries. We have to decide as an industry where do we want to compete and where do we need to collaborate with creativity. Right? So I think where we compete is with our brand. Our brands have personality, they have brand equity, uh, they have what you know what they stand for. That's one area. The second area is how do we compete? We compete on innovation. How do we serve consumers with the needs of tomorrow, today, and how do segments will grow? How do we grow categories faster uh, than each other? Uh, again, by serving the needs of customers and, and retailers across America. But where do we need to collaborate? What parts do we should we collaborate? And part of these is some of the supply chain. In the history, we would have said supply chain is a competitive advantage. I would kind of say, Supply chain has to be among the collaboration to ensure that we uh, secure crops uh, and the rest of the agricultural base that we need for society for the next 20, 30, 40 years. So I think it's a new decade, and a new decade needs a new spirit of collaboration and creativity. Uh, and we're always looking to compete the part of value creation. Well, Unilever's goals and Patel's call to action are substantial investments. Patel stressed they will deliver a return on investment that goes beyond feeling good about doing the right thing. Sustainability, purpose, and superior performance can, can, can coexist. The reason I end with that, that's why I wake up every day doing what I'm doing uh, under the forces of strategy that you can grow businesses and deliver superior value uh, and be purposeful and be good for the planet and ensure that you serve the whole of America with great food. You know, and the message I've needed is that's what inspires Unilever, thousands of people in the US and across the world on our food business and other businesses in Unilever to show that we can make sustainability a commonplace. We have to democratize it. Uh, and that comes with investment. Um, but we have we have a belief system that the world will respond because that's what it needs in corporations going forward. With that, we have reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope that you'll join me again for another installment. And to ensure that you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. 
Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.